you see that it's all interconnected. So how do you pick one area to specialize in for your business? Or maybe (laughs) your business is already looking a little bit like a Frankenstein project. Have you gotten excited about something new, slapped it onto your business, and now no one really knows what it is that you're up to? I know what that feels like. So let me explain a little bit about how I solved it for Defy the Status Quo. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I am your host, Ruthie Bowles, and we are going to take a few minutes today to get a little bit deeper with this question here. The title of today's episode, Do You Have a Wide Field of Vision? And so first, we're going to start out by talking a little bit about what I mean by that. And then we're going to explore some of the ways it may or may not be popping up in your business and how it popped up in mine. But the important thing to remember is just because you can see it all doesn't mean you can do it all. And if you're a client-based business, you probably started out just trying to solve a problem. You got good at it, but you started seeing how the solution you provided was affected by other problems. So if you were a coach who specialized in business or let's say something like spirituality, or perhaps you were a content writer or a social media manager or a graphic designer, and you started to see all of these other things that relate to the problem that you solve. The more you research your problem, the more you see how other things impact it. For example, if you run ads, you might've noticed that most business owners, eh, we kind of suck at writing ad copy that truly converts or Our media might leave a lot to be desired, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you think, you know, I I could do that. I could do that. So you decide to offer it. And then you notice that the ads are converting now, but they aren't getting the signups and purchases, et cetera, that your clients were hoping for. And that's related to a funnel problem. Perhaps their funnel pages and the content on those pages aren't working. And so it's really easy to see how this gets out of hand right? Like you're like, oh God. And then it's the funnels. Oh man. But then their email marketing's messed up. Uh, and then look at their social media presence. Uh, and so it just, you get led to offer all types of things. And for example, if you are a, a coach who specializes in spirituality, you may notice that when your clients take really good care of themselves, drink water, <laughs> enough water, get enough sleep, have a healthy diet, they are better able to connect to their spiritual place in you know, deep inside of themselves. So you're like, oh, geez, now do I have to be like a nutrition coach too in order to get my clients to do what I need them to do? So the answer to that is, well, you've got a couple choices to make here. You can continue trying to offer it all and look at hiring teammates because you probably can't do it by yourself. Or you can refine your ideal client persona so people who already have what you need line up. 
So the second one keeps you from spreading yourself too thin and, and it helps you create a firmer business structure because it allows you to stay focused. Now, keep in mind, I am not discounting the first option, hiring you know people so that way you can kind of be this one-stop shop for your clients. But it's not the way that I went and I actually had to you know cut off some services that I was offering because I fell very much into the same trap because I could see it. I couldn't unsee it, you know? And so because I could see it, I felt like I was obligated to offer this service to clients and it was pulling me out of my zone of genius. So what I'll ask of you is I want you to use your wide field of vision, the way that you can see all of the connections and how things come together to better vet your prospects, maybe refine your marketing so you can speak better to people who see the connections that you can also see or maybe feel the connections that you see. So maybe it's something they intuitively feel, but they aren't conscious of yet until they run across you. And I want you to develop deep knowledge and expertise around the area that is your zone of genius. You know, sometimes it's not even that you're acquiring different areas of expertise so much as you acquire different tools that can make what you do even better. So my best example for that is uh, that I don't really market that I include meditations in my programs, but I've got a talent for it because I, you know, kind of slip into a more soothing voice and we have some great music that we add on to each audio track and I really enjoy scripting out every single meditation because it's such a creative and intuitive process for me. But I don't market that, right? I don't market that. It just, it happens that people are always excited about it, but I don't really market it. I'm also certified as an emotional intelligence coach, but I don't really lead with that in my marketing either, except when it pops into my head and I'm like, oh yeah, I bet you didn't know this about me. But I didn't tear my business down and rebuild it around these tools or skill sets. And I see this with, with business owners all of the time. Now, again, I'm not saying it doesn't need to be torn down. I ain't saying that, but, you know, we'll talk about that in a second. Another thing for me was that I got super excited about quantum physics and theories of consciousness that relied on quantum physics. And I didn't know how it was going to relate to my work helping client-based businesses, but I see it now. It took me a little bit of time. I really had to sit with with all of my expertise in marketing and, and business and strategy in my mind. And I also had to sit with this new knowledge that I had developed over the last several months as I've done this deep dive into quantum physics and theories of consciousness. And so, yeah, I, I see it now. And guess what? I did not tear my business down and I'm going to be able to move forward with this new knowledge and these skill sets and these tools. And it's just turning into something wonderful and completely aligned with me. I learned that I had a wide field of vision. When I was in my first coaching program, the first coaching program I paid for, and if you've listened to any of the recent episodes about the three C programs, the cookie cutter coaching programs, that's the program I'm talking about. And they didn't know how to help me. They didn't know how to help me. They asked me to focus, which I took as pretend that I wasn't seeing all of the things, which let's be honest, you can't unring the bell. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. So once I saw the connections, I couldn't ignore them, but they didn't give me in, you know, help or guidance on how to actually move with the wide field of vision that I had, to move with my ability to see connections where other people maybe weren't seeing them. And that was what I needed. And I'm hoping I'm providing, you know, even a little shot of that for you today is just some ideas that you can use to determine, you know, just a few things. Do you need to burn down your business? 
you know, so that's one question I want you to ask yourself, you know, was I pursuing an area of expertise for the wrong reasons? And if so, maybe you do just need to completely tear it down, burn it down and build up, rise from the ashes like a phoenix. Maybe that's what you need to do. Right. But another thing to ask yourself, do I want to add this service to my offering? Okay. If the answer is yes, do I want it to be a front end offer or maybe it's a back end offer? That's okay too. Right. So maybe, um, you know, once, let's say, hmm, let's say you are a funnel building consultant uh, and you don't run ads as a front end offer, but maybe once you get beautiful funnels set up for your clients, you're like, hey, yeah, now that we've got this sorted out, yeah, we could totally do ads. You know, we, I've got somebody on hand that we does ads or I have a partner or something like that. So you could also offer it as a back end service. You want people coming to you for funnels, but it turns out you can also offer ads uh, to them as well. And you can also ask yourself, you know, final question I'd offer you today is, is this a tool or a skill set that improves my offering? Meaning I don't need to market it separately necessarily. I don't need to tear down my business and rebuild this new business that I have over here around this particular skill set. But is it something that enhances my current offering and allows me to continue delighting my clients and, and giving them a new, fresh, deeper experience? So those are the three questions I would offer you. You know, was I pursuing an area of expertise for the wrong reasons? So I need to burn down my business. Do I really want to add this area of expertise to my offering? Yes. If yes, you could always offer it as like a back end. Or if no, though, then just don't. And then, you know, is this a tool or a skill set that actually improves my offering? So maybe it doesn't need like complete separate marketing. Maybe I don't need to burn down my business and rebuild it around this idea. So those are just some questions to ask yourself. If you are the type of person who sees those different types of connections and you feel overwhelmed with all of the ways that you could help clients, these are just a few questions that maybe you'd want to journal around to determine if you know, which, which direction to go in. And I love journaling because, you know, it gives you an opportunity to sit and be with yourself and hear the thoughts that you're having and feel the emotions that you're having. And your journaling time should be a time of, of compassion and no judgment, just evaluation and to see what it is that, you know, your internal environment is trying to communicate with you, you know, going from the unconscious to the conscious level. So that's all I had for you today. I really hope this helped. Feel free to shoot me a DM wherever you want to, because I'm pretty much everywhere. And I'd love to discuss it with you, especially if you have <laughs> run into trouble with your wide field of vision. I hope to see you for the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with others and post about it on social media. To link up with other Defiant businesses, join my Facebook group, the Defiant Business Group. The link is in the episode description. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.